0: we have to actually decipher what's important to me. And in order to do that, we need to ask ourselves, like, is this gonna make a difference in my life and in my wealth or in my family or my relationships? How does this really affect me? Is this relevant? Should I even make an effort to get an idea about what is truth, what is closer to the truth?
1: Welcome to the Market Call Show, where we discuss what's happening in the markets and the impact on your investments. Tune in every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Welcome to the Market Call Show. This is Lewis Giannis. I am the founder of WealthNet Investments. Today, we have an interesting topic and I'm really excited about diving in, so let's get going. This is Lewis Giannis. Today on the Market Call Show, I'm going to be doing our Summer Shorts number two. If you recall, and if you haven't seen the first episode of the Summer Shorts, I've been going through a series of really a discussion, and I've only done the first one. We're targeting five of these. And the first one I talked a lot about finding what is signal versus noise and I discussed about how our main goal is to be able to focus on our own personal economy. We need to choose to focus on our personal economy and not the economy, if you will. And I'm going to really be talking about how we do that in a way that could allow us to be better at really all parts of our life. Because right now I made the case. In the first summer short that we are going to have most likely more noise than ever (laughs) that we've seen in many years because for many reasons we have an economy that there's a lot of things going on in the economy that people don't like we have inflation even the housing market is slowing down and we have an election coming up which generally tends to add to the noise and as investors we've had more volatility and so today what I'm gonna be talking about is protecting your mind and actually what you need to do or what some of the techniques that I have found to be extremely helpful to find out what is the truth or what is as close to truth as we possibly can find. A lot of philosophers have said there's no way to find absolute truth, and that may be true, but there is definitely some techniques we can do to help us eliminate the noise and get closer to the truth and make better decisions. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that today because, you know, you have to decide if information is relevant to you first and foremost so when you have an environment where there's a lot of noise they're throwing a lot of stuff at us the media is throwing a lot of stuff at us your friends and your family we have to actually decipher what's important to me and in order to do that we need to ask ourselves like is this going to make a difference in my life and in my wealth or in my family or my relationships how does this really affect me is this relevant should i even make an effort to get an idea about what is truth, what is closer to the truth? Or do you just blow it off? Because I think there's a lot of things out there that we could just literally not even pay attention to. So they may come your way and people are going to be vying for your attention. And you really just need to not get sucked into a lot of things. So I think that's the first thing is not getting sucked into things and finding out what is relevant to you and make that decision. Is it worth me actually knowing what is true about this issue? and if it is worth knowing because it's going to be relevant to you then you have to go through a series of kind of steps to find out what is closer to the truth otherwise don't even waste your time with it because life is too short why bother with all of that all of the noise that's the whole point we want to get so closer to the truth so it really starts off with your sources of information I was talking to a friend of mine and I was discussing this problem of noise to him and he says one of the issues that we have with noise has to do with the fact that the people you surround yourself with are definitely going to either add or subtract from the noise. They may give you more signal, relevant information, or they may be giving you more noise. And one of the things that happens whenever you have more chaos, which I believe we're in a more of a chaotic environment right now, whenever you have more chaos, you're going to find out who your fair-weathered friends are and who your real friends are. I kind of got to thinking about that. That's really true. Some people are really, really good at figuring out who their true friends are. There's like levels of acquaintances and all that. But when the chips are down and you really need to have somebody really on your side that could tell you straight and who could really support you, those are your real friends and they will show up and be there for you when times are chaotic. So I would first of all look around, look at who you're going to be around and protect yourself against being around people that first and foremost may actually get you in a position where you're not feeling good about things because you don't want to lose your confidence when you have chaos around you. You have to keep your confidence and what this whole series is about is increasing your confidence and making better decisions in the midst of noise. So we're trying to find the truth. So first of all, we want to find out to just define, okay, what is truth? It's very interesting because when you ask somebody, what is truth? You're going to get a lot of different answers, but I'll just tell you what my definition of it is knowing the truth or as close as you can get to truth is something that you can verify something that is observable that you could say is a fact and we have to actually look at our assumptions. So if we have a topic that's come our way and we've decided first and foremost, this is relevant and I need to get an understanding about what is true about this, not just listen to what people say and just I guess, agree with it on its face. But to really find out the truth, you have to be confident in your own abilities to see if it's verifiable. So that means you have to ask yourself, what are my assumptions that I'm making about this? And the person or source of information, the news source, the podcast, the YouTube channel, the radio show, whatever it is, what is that source of information? What are the characteristics of that source of information?
1: If you worry about your investments, need to make complex financial decisions, or pay unnecessary taxes, the lack of proper financial planning and investing may already be costing you a great deal. When you are ready to turn your piece of wealth into peace of mind, go to wealthnetinvest.com and click on the schedule a call button to talk to us and get a free consultation today.
0: I have some really clear things that I've developed that help me identify how to view a source of information and this is really basic stuff and I know it might even seem overly elementary to people but sometimes the reminder is good but your source of information we want to have those be most reliable as possible and there's really three things that I like to look at and number one is what is the background of the person or the entity that is giving me this information what is their education would be the second thing and what is their incentives incentives is a big one so let's go through them really quickly when you're talking about the background we want to know what are their experiences because everybody has advice or news biases and things like that based on their experiences so it's good to know their background and the education obviously we want to know what level of education they have both formally and informally in fact the more life has had ups and downs in in my world I've actually realized that the non formal education is much much more important than the formal education I know people that have gone to prestigious universities and they don't have certain knowledge that's not really helpful so really what is their education and how can that put into play for example there may be certain doctors that are telling you certain things about the vaccine or something whatever it may be and those doctors may have a incredible education and background like real-life background but the media may not be paying attention to them I'm just using that as example because that's kind of been in the news in the last year or so But it could be any topic where you, a lot of times what will happen is you'll have really good sources of information, people who have the perfect background and a perfect education, and they don't have any incentives to tell a non-truth. That was the third part of it, telling a non-truth. They have incentives to say a certain thing, whether they have to follow the money kind of a thing. So if you follow the money and that person has an incentive to have a certain view, then you have to kind of discount that view. But if you have a source that has a good background, good experience, good formal and informal education, and they don't have an incentive to give you information that is false or that is biased, then that's a good source of information and you want to weight that more. But you don't want to go with one source of information, it's better to cross-reference. That's where verifiability comes into play. So in our world as investment managers, a big part of What we do is what i call well what's called triangulation where you have multiple sources that you can logically triangulate into a truth some people call this working with what's called first principles where you say what do i know with the most certainty that is true and you start with that first What do i know to be true at the very basic level fundamental basic principles and what can i infer from that and what can i logically move towards and that will help you make a better decision so that's the other part of it so we talked about the background education incentives the second thing is how can you use logic with first principles starting with what you know to be true and triangulating into a conclusion and then the third thing would be to seek different opinions. Don't just go and listen to CNN, or just, don't just listen to Fox. Don't just read the New York Times. There's certain people that I respect very much, but every time I talk to them, the, every source they talk about is the New York Times, or every time I talk to them, the source is Fox News. Sometimes, and a lot of times, I was talking to a friend of mine, and I said, you know what? The truth is usually somewhere in between. Sometimes it's all the way one way or the other, but if you don't have a diverse, opinion set and people with the background education incentives, you put that all together, you got a really good chance, if you use logic, to get closer to the truth. So I want to talk about another part about how we can get to the truth. It's really, really important to understand why we have so much fog. It's almost like the term, fog of war. You may have heard of that term, that there's fog of war. And that's just because people just throw up smoke, right? There's a lot of reasons why that happens. but. It's important for us to understand that because as we get into a more political environment during an election, that politicians tend to want to simplify messages because it's very easy to spread a message very quickly if it's easy to understand and if it's simple. The problem is, is that the world is not simple. And there's a lot of nuance in the world. Like right now, a lot of people talking about abortion. And that issue is not black and white. It's not really far on one side. It's like you can take a stance that's really far on one side or the other. But reality is somewhere that is more nuanced. So it's important to take these simple messages and deconstruct them. That means pull them apart and to avoid labels. You know, you hear these labels all the time and politicians love to use labels. And so does the media. And what those labels do is they keep you from getting to the truth because they mask and they categorize and they bundle concepts together and people will make assumptions. The main reason why truth is not found a lot of times is because we make assumptions based on labels and oversimplified messages. You have to deconstruct them. So first thing to do is recognize that a label is being used. If you notice that there's a label being used, try to just ignore the label and then try to ask questions with your sources or to yourself as far as to do more research and find out what are the elements of that label. Not just a blanket thing like conservative, or Democrat, or left, or right, or whatever it may be, or oil companies are bad, or whatever it is, or electric companies are good, or Elon Musk is bad, or there's just all these different ways that we can label things. It's definitely more nuanced in the real world, so we have to do that. So the last thing I wanted to mention about that is that support is a big part of this. I talked earlier about people that are around you. We have to identify who our phony friends are and who our real friends are. And the way you figure this out, and my buddy James gave me this, and I think it's brilliant, and I know it's so overly simple, but it's true in my opinion. The way you figure it out is the golden rule. How does a person treat you, like when times are rough or when times are chaotic and you're trying to figure stuff out, Are they treating you how you would like to be treated are you treating them how they would like to be treated it's all about the golden rule the more a person treats you like you would like to be treated during times of chaos or uncertainty the more chance that that's a real friend and somebody that can be emotionally and logically behind you that will tell you the truth and that will also help you make better decisions so i just want to just wrap that up and just say when you're finding the truth you have to protect your mind you have to find out what's a verifiable observable facts and the way you do that is by looking at your sources of information the background education incentives and then use logic with first principles to logically triangulate into what is most likely to be true and to seek different opinions with those right litmus tests the right characteristics that you're looking for and then you have to deconstruct oversimplified messages and labels and you have to recognize that you need a lot of support when the noise gets high now i hope the noise doesn't get as high as i think it's going to be but if it does i'm hoping that this podcast can help you make better decisions now the next summer short i'm going to be talking about the cycle of emotion which is a very very big part of understanding how to do well when there's a lot of noise that's summer short number two for today hope you're doing well we'll talk to you later bye
1: For the latest episode of the Market Call Show, make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Go to marketcallshow.com for all our past episodes and sign up to get alerts for new episodes. If you enjoyed the content of this episode, please leave us a five-star review and comments. The information in this podcast is informational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. WealthNet Investments is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where WealthNet Investments and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure.